Growing your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. Hello, hello, my friends. So can't believe it. We are welcoming in 2020. And I just thought it would be appropriate. I know there's a lot going on today, but I thought it'd be appropriate to do a goal setting workshop. I'd love to know about if you have set your goals. And if not, this is a great time to be here for this workshop because that's what we're going to do. So everybody knows how to set goals, but sometimes it's good to just sit down and have somebody walk you through it to make sure you do it, that accountability. Otherwise, we get to the party and then we forget. So today is just going to be the vision on really setting up your vision for 2020. And then in our courses, we're actually going to go deeper in the how to get there and really map out a plan. So let's dive into the first part, which is part one is review. And this is the part that I think is always important. You need to write down your wins for 2020. So I'm going to take some time to like pause in between and I'll check. Um, So take a moment, grab a piece of pen and paper and write down some of your wins for even you could do 2019. You could even do the last decade, right? Think about some of the big highlights because sometimes it's so good to look back on all we've accomplished. When we have these goals, before we do the goal setting, we're always thinking about all the things that we want to accomplish, right? We think about all the things that we want to do. And sometimes it's when you look at how far you have to go, you can kind of get down on or be a little bit saddened by like, oh, I have so far to go. There's so many things I want to do. And I think especially today in building a beauty business, when we look at all of these ways to market our business, it can be overwhelming, right? There's Pinterest and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, which is a video platform. And there's obviously referral partners and there's SEO and the Google AdWords, and there's so many things. And so it's like, you start to feel like, what should I do? I have so much that I want to do. I need to update my website, right? We all have this list of things that we want to do. And so you can kind of get a little feeling down or overwhelmed at how far you have to go. But when you take a moment to look back and say, wow, look how far I've come, right? So even though you might still have let's just say seven miles to go, you've come five miles already, right? So when you write down your wins for 2019, it really helps you see, like I was also feeling this, like feeling like, wow, there's so much that I want to do. And then I do these reflection exercises. I've been doing this in a couple different ways the last few days. And I was like, wow, you know, I started the podcast, which is a beauty marketing simplified podcast. We started the membership, which is the beauty marketing content club. 
club, which gives you social media posts that are done for you each month. We've done so many things. Like there've been major things that I've done in this business and also in my permanent makeup business. So I really needed to write down those wins. Okay. So moving forward, what was your biggest win? This was a hard one for me to really figure out what my biggest win was. I think rebranding the Elevate and launching that with so many great students. I love to see Elevate is my signature program with coaching and those students, I love to see all of their interaction. I love to see their wins. I love to see them really taking charge and making things happen in their business. So rebranding that and really having a lot of engagement with that was a big win for me. Okay, next, what lessons did you learn in 2019 from those wins, right? So anytime you have a win, there's a lesson in that. And it's funny because sometimes we don't stop. We we don't stop to, you know, as they say, stop to smell the roses. We're just kind of like, yes, I won. And then you keep going, right? I want to know what lessons did you learn from those wins? And also, did you celebrate it? And then I know we don't like to talk about it, but what were your losses. What what were the losses, right? So we can just think about it like this. Like we sometimes we don't want to be negative, but where were the places that you fell a little short? Okay. So there's always something where you're like, mm, I that didn't really happen as I wanted it to happen. What were the losses in 2019? Now what lessons did you learn from those losses? Those are usually the easiest, right? Anytime, sometimes it's hard to reflect back on the wins and the lessons that we had from the wins. But when you think about what lessons you learned from the losses, right? Or the places that you fell short or things that didn't turn out the way you wanted them to turn out. What lessons did you learn from that? And remember, it's not a failure. It's just learning, right? There's no failures. It's just all like figuring out a new way to do it. And especially if you learn the lesson. All right, part two. So now we want to create a plan. What is your vision? Now, I want you to think big picture here. So sometimes people get their vision and their mission confused. Your mission is about who you serve and what your business is about, right? That's your mission, what you are about, who you serve. Your vision is more of where you want to go. And so I've said that I'm recently, I've been interviewing a new assistant to hire and really she's going to be kind of my right hand marketing manager and overseeing a lot of things. And I'm really looking for, I have a job description, but I have a vision for what I want that role to be. So this is the vision for where you want your company to be, where you want your business to be. And you could do this obviously for the next three years, you know, what is the big picture, but also, and even five years, but also really obviously do it for 2020. What is the vision, right? What is the growth plan and write that down. Sometimes it's hard to keep a vision. You have it written down. I like to take the vision, write it, and then put it on a post-it note or someplace a little bit, make it so I can see it and put it on my mirror. The reason I put it on my mirror, I put it on my bathroom mirror so that I see it in the morning. I also have a smaller vision board there so that I'm seeing the things that we want to do, whether it was a vacation with the family that we just did, you know, that Hawaii vacation was on that vision board for a while. So every morning I'd wake up and I'd see these pictures of the palm trees and this beautiful beach. And it was really helping me vision that family vacation that we had. 
And you can also have, if you're a visual person, if you want to cut out pictures, if you like to do that type of vision board, but also I love to have like a one word or a mantra for 2020. So my personal one word is focus. So for me, there are so many projects that I want to do and there are so many great ideas that I have. Well, I think they're great. (laughs) You might disagree, but uh, there might be somebody that's like, I don't know about that, but I come up with a lot of ideas and there's so many things that I want to do for our students. And we have some fun things that we're rolling out that the team is working on. And we are getting feedback from you guys. Like, is this what you want? Will this help your business? And also being a permanent makeup artist myself, I also know like, what tools do I need? What would help make things easier for me in marketing my business? So that's why we're coming up with a lot of fun things. But I can get distracted, shiny object. And so if you have, of course, it's important to start something. But what's really important is to finish something, right? It doesn't count, really count until it's finished. It's great for me to have all of these plans, but if you don't get the finished product, you know, there's no good. No good can really come from that because you need the tools and the templates to make it happen, right? So, or the trainings or whatever it might be. So my one word personally is focus. Okay. That's my word for 2020. In the past, I've had different mantras. Like I had one mantra, I think it was in 2016 or 2017. It was, I think it was like either charge your worth or know your worth. And there were a lot of places, not only in business, but in my life that I wasn't really valuing my full worth. And so sometimes I have a mantra, sometimes I have a word. What is your one word? In my business, the one word is going to be video. So I'm planning on doing more video. And if you want to join me in that, that would be a lot of fun as well. So what is your one word or mantra for your business? Okay, now this is really key. So now that you've thought about your vision and what you want to happen, think about this. What did you have to do to get there? Now, yes, I'm saying that as in past tense, because that's really how I want you to, I think visions are good, like vision boards. But when we talk about, you know, if you follow any law, of attraction or follow any of the manifesting, the key thing is really not only thinking the thought, but having the feeling and having the feeling sends out that energetic vibe and then it is attracted to you, right? So if you follow that, those principles of law of attraction or just prayer, whatever you believe, I kind of believe in a combination of all of it. The idea is that you're feeling that feeling. So that's why I want you to feel that feeling of now, what did you have to do to get there? So believing as if it has already happened, right? So believing and acting as if it's already happened, write down, you know, this is your goal, this, whether it was financial, personal, in all areas of your life, what you wanted for 2020. Now, what did you have to do to get to that goal? So take a moment and write that down. What did you have to do? There's going to be any time that you want a change in your life, you have to have some new actions, right? There's no change without change, right? If you want something to be different, maybe you have to stop watching so much TV or if it's personal, you have to get all the, if it's food related for me, I have to get all the sweets out of my house. (laughs) Whatever it is, you have to make a change, right? Sometimes the group of people that we hang around 
around, we start to notice that these people are good people. And I'm not saying anything bad about people, but they're not helping us get to where we want to go. So you might have to say, I love Aunt Sally, but anytime I'm around her, it's just a negative vibe. So I need to distance myself from that. And I need to put some more positive energy, people that are lifting me up, people that are really believing in my vision and helping me get there. You've probably heard the saying, I'm not sure if it was Dale Carnegie or Zig Ziglar that said, you are the sum of the five people you hang around the most, right? So they've done studies on this, the people that you are around, it could even be an internet tribe, right? Or an internet community. If you are constantly listening to podcasts and anything that is motivational and building you up, then that starts to get in your mind. But if you're also around people that are constantly negative and drama, then that also starts to bring you down. So the top five people that you spend the most time with, and that could be virtually or in person, you are the sum of that. Okay, so take a few more seconds to write down what did you have to do to get there? And a vision with no plan will not work. So you guys know you have to have the roadmap to know how you're going to get there. So now on a scale from one to 10, how excited are you for this vision? Okay, this is really important because I want you to get into that feeling of, first of all, do you believe that this will happen? And now this is a moment where you have to have some truth talk with yourself. Because sometimes we set goals, but we don't really believe that it will happen, right? They've said that what is the worst time to go to the gym? It's usually like January 1st and January 2nd, right? It's crowded. It's overcrowded. There's so many people in there that have had these new, these resolutions of new me, new body, new health, new workout. And so gym memberships skyrocket around the beginning of January, the first of a new year. And then if you look midway, mid-January, the gym is cleared, right? There's hardly any people there because now the motivation has worn off. They didn't really believe it could happen. So on a scale from one to 10, how excited are you for this vision for 2020? And do you believe, you know, maybe on a scale from one to 10 that you're going to make it happen? So how likely is it to happen? Okay, now this is a big one. And some people are like, oh, that's kind of negative. But I think that you have to have a plan for any obstructions because, or distractions, you should say, because life happens, right? And so it's not realistic to think that you're just going to be able to go and focus without any distractions. There's going to be things that are going to come up, right? Sometimes we get sick or our child gets sick or you had great plans to do video and then your computer breaks, right? Or something happens, right? Something's come up. So write down any potential distractions or obstructions or anything that might keep you from hitting that goal right? You might have great plans to start eating healthy and then your partner, your loved one brings home pizza every Wednesday from after work. And, and then you have on Sundays after church, you go to the buffet and always get the dessert and overeat. Like there might be things that happen in life that kind of take you off that path. So think about any potential distractions and any potential things that might 
might come up, roadblocks, I would say, and write those down because if you can identify them now and say, yes, this could be something that could hang me up, right? This could be, I know that my kids always have this going on or there's a, a break, a winter break, and I'm, I want to be really focused, but I need to figure out something to do to keep them entertained so that I can do what I need to do. So for me right now, I had to, our kids are at a little sewing camp. And so that gets them doing something fun and active and they're learning. And that was a Christmas gift for them to do the sewing camp, as well as that helps me also get some of the work that I need to get done done. And then we've also had lots of play dates scheduled. So write down what are some roadblocks? What are some things that might come up for you? Okay. And let me know if this is helpful for you guys. What are some examples of roadblocks that could potentially get in the way of your vision? So that we just went over that. So think about those things that could actually come up for you. Okay, now here's really the big thing about not only identifying what roadblocks, what obstacles could come up, but how will you navigate past these distractions? So jot down some ways that you will navigate past these distractions, right? So maybe you have to have a heart to heart and say, I know that we like to, on Monday night, watch the football game and have wings, but I'm going to try to do something where I have eat healthy. So I'd really appreciate it if you would support me with that or not tempt me with this, or maybe you have to just talk to some people and say, this is what I need. Can we all be on board with this? All right. Part three is we're taking some action. Yes. Yes. Remember, it's great to have a plan, but the saying goes, you can't steer a parked car right? So you can't really move if you're sitting in a park. You have to you can't, you're gonna make some changes. You got to get going and take action. So what is the most important task, right? Identify what's the most important task each month, each week, and each day that will move your needle forward, right? So many times, I think this is where we sabotage ourselves. We have this to-do list of 104 things that we want to do, right? Which is great. It's great that we want to do all those things, but we need to look at what is the most important thing that's going to move the needle forward. You hear me say that a lot, like what's pun intended there, what's moving the needle forward in your business and in your business, right? And so behind the scenes and in front, right? What's actually getting things done. And so when we look at what the most important task is, there's a great book and I can't think of who the author is, but it's called The One Thing. So it's about finding that one thing, like think about it as like that first domino that's going to help push all the other dominoes down. So when I looked at my plan for 2020, there were so many things I wanted to do and video and YouTube and all of the things that we're going to be working on for 2020 and all the ways we're going to support our students on a higher level. I looked at that and I was saying, wow, there's a lot here. But the one thing that I knew I needed to do was to get some support. And financially, it's not really feasible. It's not necessarily in the budget because we already have other virtual assistants to bring on somebody local, but I knew that that was the one big domino that I needed in my business. I needed to invest. Okay. So it's not an expense. I'm investing in this person because an investment is going to have a return, right? An expense is something that like a meal, right? I mean, there might be the happiness factor of that meal, but you're really not getting a return on that investment. Okay. That's not an investment. It's an expense. A meal is an expense, but looking at the tasks that are really investments. So what's the one thing 
something you can do each month. What's the main thing that you're going to do? And then break that down also weekly and day. If you are going to rebrand your website or create a website, right? So if you're going to either redo it or do it from scratch, that might be the big project for the month. And then each week you're going to have major tasks that you're going to do. So maybe the first week is all about reviewing the copy, the wording on your website, right? And making sure that that all speaks to the client and that's all correct. And it speaks to the client. It's current, you know, even just changing copyright at the bottom of the website, those things, making sure that everything that is up to date on explaining your services and things like that. So you go through all of that the first week. Maybe the second week you focus on your pictures and finding the best images and doing that. And maybe the third week you work on all of the links, making sure all of the links connect and a little bit of SEO. And so you go through and you break it down each day, right? Or each week. And then you can also break it down each day. So for example, if we're talking about the first week and we're talking about the copy, the wording on your website, you might say, all right, on Monday, I'm going to work on my homepage and then the wording on my homepage. And then on Tuesday, I'm going to work, I'm going to review the wording on my services page. Then on Wednesday, I'm going to review the wording on my contact us page, right? So you get the idea. You're going to break it down each day. And that way you have that goal of rebranding or updating your website or even creating a website that feels like it's so big. And you're breaking it down into bite-sized chunks. So you guys have heard me say that expression, which is such a weird expression, but how do you eat an elephant? And it's one small bite at a time. I don't know where that came from because it's such an odd expression because who would want to eat an elephant? But anyways, so you're writing down those tasks. All right, we're moving forward. All right, so how will you do it? Okay, knowing what you want to do is important and what you have to do, but how will you do it? Okay, so jot down some ideas, do a little brainstorming right there. Take a moment and do that. Okay, I have some options for you. And don't worry, whatever stage you're at, this is not a shame sandwich, there are some options. So option number one, you can travel alone. If you are like the Lone Ranger, and this is usually because of budget reasons, you're just like, I need to figure this out. I know that that when I was starting, I had, I was like, I had a very limited amount of finances. So I was like, I'm just going to have to figure this out on my own. And the great thing about that is there are so many resources for you to figure this out. So the thing about this option is that it takes a little bit longer, right? This is like the slow boat because you have to figure it all out. It's going to take you time to watch a lot of videos on YouTube, things like that. But you can definitely do, you can travel alone. That's option number one. Option number two is go with a group. You've heard that expression that if you want to go far, go with a group. And that is true because there's nothing like having that support. And I also think of the group as having that momentum, right? When you see others doing it, you feel encouraged to do it as well. And not only that, when you know that there is a team that's cheering you on, that's keeping you accountable, and that those type of things are going to help you really reach that goal. So going with a group, that support is 
super important. You've heard me say the expression, the bigger the dream, the bigger the team. So it's true that when you have a a group, a team around you that really is cheering you on, you again, have that support. And the other thing is that when you have someone and you have a group that has a higher vision for you. So for example, when you put something out there, like I'm thinking about doing this, or this is what I'm wanting to do. And they're like, yes, we believe you can do it right? So they believe in you and, and they hold you to a higher vision. So that's option two, go with a group. Option three is go with a guide. I remember when I was traveling, I was speaking for Dr. Gross in Russia and I took my mom with me on that trip. And so we went to Moscow and St. Petersburg and obviously we did not know Russian. And even though I had some guidebooks, I couldn't even figure out the language and where we were going. And so we tried to do it the first day or two. You know, first I had to work, I had to train some spas for Dr. Gross. And then we I had some time off after, and then we tried to figure it out on our own. And we were lost. We would kind of get to where we were wanting to go eventually, but it would take all day to get there. And then when we got there, we were exhausted. So we didn't really fully appreciate it. So by day three, we kind of like had this epiphany. We wised up and said, we need to get a guide. (laughs) And of course we could have joined some groups, but we had a limited amount of time. And so we didn't want to, you can definitely do a lot with a group and you can see a lot with a group, just like we just said with option two. But for us, what we wanted was somebody to drive us around to really maximize our time and say, you need to go here, here, here. And she would tell us everything we needed to know about that place. So it was super efficient and it really made the trip so fantastic. Like it made it memorable because she would kind of give us the inside scoop and she would take the shortcuts and she knew where to go to avoid the traffic. And she would say, you know, oh, don't go to this museum on this day because this is when they have this crowd. And so she was our guide for about three days and it was fantastic. We were able to get all around and to see so many different things. And that really made the experience. So when you go with a guide, you're taking that person's experience and you're leveraging their experience. So definitely this is the faster way. But don't worry, I have options for all three parts. So if you are picking option number one, which is the DIY, if you're doing it yourself, again, no shame in that. I started that way as well. I have a free podcast for you to listen to. We do these Facebook Lives as well as the Beauty Marketing Simplified podcast. And then I also have a freebie if you haven't picked up my social media promotional calendar. That is a freebie. It's actually on my Facebook business page. If you click the link above, it should take you to that free download, that free resource. And that's one way of doing it. Okay, so that's option one. If you're doing option number one, option two is if you want to go with a group, we have um, actually two groups. I have the Beauty Marketing Content Club, which I mentioned before, that's $37 for the month. You get the whole month of social media done for you in terms of you get beauty graphics, you get captions that are written that can be easily customized, you get a promotional calendar, you get trackers, and then there's lots of resources like trainings. And then we do a training each month. We have a new topic. So for example, 
in January. We are diving into the how to get this done. We're diving into a marketing plan. So we're going a little bit deeper in this vision planning. And then in February, we are having a moneymaker. I think we have really working on building the business in a different way. So we sometimes we talk about Facebook ads. Sometimes we talk about different things to grow your business. So that is a beauty marketing content club. Again, it's a small investment. You can go with a group with that. And then my bigger program, which is my signature program, as I spoke about before, Elevate, that will be opening in the spring. So if you want to get into that group, then also you can send me a message and I can put you on the list so you can get on the waiting list. So you'll be one of the first to know when it opens. So that's one option. Option one, free. Option two, go with a group. And then option three is to travel with a guide. And I love this story. Now, if you see this picture of this guy traveling with a Sherpa, if you want to climb Mount Everest, this is the guy to get. Okay. This is the Sherpa. I forget his name. I had it written down somewhere, but I lost that paper. And he is the guide. He's taken many people up there. Now, a lot of people have, you know, tried to, again, do it themselves and go with the group, but having a guide that knows where you need to stop and take a break, where are, what's going to happen at each level. Because you've heard me say the expression, a new level, a new devil. That is absolutely true in business just like climbing a mountain. When you get to certain levels, your body has to adjust, right? There have been stories, I think there was a story, and I'm not 100% sure if it's true, but of some Japanese tourists that wanted to go to climb a mountain, whether it was Mount Everest or not, I'm not sure, maybe it was Mount Fuji, and they didn't want to take the guide and do it the long way, so they hired a helicopter, somebody to drop them off at the top, and when they got up there, they couldn't breathe, right? I don't know, the story was that they passed passed out, right? Because the altitude, their body was not used to it, right? The oxygen level they needed to, that's why you go slowly and your body gets adjusted to it at each level. So having a guide, having a Sherpa, when you climb up that mountain is the way to go. And the reason I use that analogy with business is because I've made a lot of the mistakes. So I can kind of steer you in the path and say, oh, here's what you need to know. Here's some of the mistakes I made when hiring people. Here are the systems that I use used for this and I can give you kind of the roadmap. So you can apply for a one-to-one coaching session with me. If you want to know more about that, you can email me at support at aprilmeese.com. We sit down, we talk about what, where you want to go, what you're trying to accomplish, and then we have a game plan in how to get there. And so that's one-on-one coaching. So that obviously is the more expensive option because it's working directly with me and figuring out a plan for you. But those are the options. So the idea is no matter where you are, what you're wanting to do in 2020, whether you're wanting to go alone, you know, because of finances, there are lots of free resources out there. And if that's what you have to do for the moment, that's fine. Like, cause again, everybody has their own plan, but just know that I want you to think of ways to invest in your business because even though there's a lot of great free information, most 
trainers and educators and really any smart business person, they don't put all, they don't give all of their best stuff away for free, right? So we do a lot of education here and we want to help you, but any smart business person, you know, is going to save their best stuff, right? For those that are really wanting to go deeper and invest. And the other thing is that if you've heard the expression, when you pay, you pay attention, right? And so, or I like to say with my students, the transformation is in the transaction. So when someone actually pays, they show up in a different way, right? So they pay attention more. They're like, oh, they know that they want to make sure they're getting the most out of it and they're really into it and they are paying attention to make things happen. So sometimes when things are free, you're like, yeah, you don't really fully invest your time in it like you do when you actually invest your money in it. So you want to make sure you get your return on your investment. So this was just a kind of a quick overview for anybody, like I said before, anybody that is in Elevate or the Beauty Marketing Content Club, we will be going over the how and actually setting up your marketing plan for 2020. How are you going to talk to your customers? We want to talk about your cost of acquisition to get your client. We're going to talk about your lifetime value of your client because when you know your lifetime value of a client, how much you actually get from that client, then you can have a better idea and budget for how much to spend to acquire a customer, right? That your cost of acquisition to acquire that customer. We're going to talk about the not how to raise the monetary value from that client, you know, so you have a client that is investing more, a higher ticket with that client, as well as frequency and keeping your client list really warmed up and true to you, keeping that connection with your clients so that you are able to grow a business and really scale a business, right? So that you have a sustainable business, right? That's what you need to do. Okay. And then the other thing is to let you know, for the Beauty Marketing Content Club, for any of those students, we have two new things that we're rolling out. One, we're giving you more engagement posts. So these are questions and they're graphics and questions to ask your audience. They're fun graphics and fun questions like what is your favorite beauty splurge and things like that to help you get more engagement on your business page. So that is a bonus that we're adding to no extra charge, just a bonus that's, that will be coming for the members, as well as if anybody is interested in having my virtual assistant actually do the posting for you and schedule all of your posts for the month, then let me know. That would be $30. So it's an extra $30. So it would be $67 and all of your social media is done for you. Now I can only take 20 people for that because we're just testing it to see how it's going to go. But if you're interested in that, if you're in the beauty market, Marketing Content Club and you're like, yes, Jesus, take the wheel. It won't be Jesus. It will be my personal assistant. <laughs> it will be my virtual assistant that will be scheduling your post for you. So if you are interested in that, then let us know and we will uh, put you on the list and give you the details for that because we will be testing that with 20 people to see how that goes. And if that's something that you guys really want and respond to, then we'll roll that out for everybody as well. So, all right, guys, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have a fantastic 2020 end of a decade, a fantastic new decade, right? Bring in the roaring 20s. And really, I want you to set that vision and really plan for success. That is most important. So that's all I have for you today. As always, I thank you for being here. And 
Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also, definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, Hugs and High Fives. See you next week.